0: This show is sponsored by Hulu Plus. Hulu Plus lets you binge on thousands of hit shows, including your favorite anime, anytime, anywhere, on your TV, PC, smartphone, or tablet. Support this podcast and get an extended free trial of Hulu Plus when you go to Huluplus.com forward slash anime. That's Huluplus.com forward slash anime. So what are the different words that you think that the D could stand for in D fragment? dick um duty duty
1: double duty
2: (laughs) double d's one of the chicks has very large tits that ends up pressed up against the the guy's face dem titties of course dem titties uh d's nuts devil man devil man (laughs) (laughs) donuts (laughs) donuts maybe i haven't seen any donuts yet
3: I'm she... a
0: You deserve the song, Flat, from the anime Hamatora the Animation by the artist Live Tune and Yuzi, Yuki Ozaki, and you are listening to the 214th episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. What is our mission?
1: To make your anime addiction worse, right? That's is that I right?
0: Think th- I think that's it. Okay,
1: awesome. I got Pretty it.
0: close. Yeah. Okay, so you can find us at our homepage, www.aaapodcast.com, where we're currently doing 2013 Anime Oscars voting so you can come vote there. We're also on iTunes so you can get our episodes every week and of course broadcasting live every Saturday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Ustream.tv. So come join the live chat and come converse with the lovely audience and ask us questions live. It'll be fun.
1: We got some good people here today. I'm excited. Welcome to everybody
0: who's watching live in the chat. It's always a pleasure to have you this show is for you and could not exist without you live, so thank you. Thank you. We have a five-star review. It's very short.
1: Oh, good.
0: We are almost at 150 reviews from the United States on iTunes.
1: Ooh, who's going to be our 150th review? I
0: don't know. One of you guys should go do that right now. So, who would like to read it?
1: I'll read it. Please do. I enjoy this show so much, whether I'm listening to it live or pre-recorded.
0: And that, Scene. Scene. And that review was submitted by Digi01101. Yes. So, short and sweet. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate that very much. We have a ridiculously jam-packed episode for you today, so I am going to... That's
1: just Mitsuki's new catchphrase. I think he said it every show for, like, the past five What did he say? Shows. I missed it. This is a ridiculously jam-packed episode. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. next week will not be as jam-packed because we are finishing our impressions today. So next week we'll have more time. That's true. true. So new forum members, we have Robotic Squirrel, Moe is Love, Licio2000, and Quasar. Robotic Squirrel, my name of the week. I'm definitely not picking Moe is Love. So you can go ahead and have that cram. I know how you feel. Yeah, I was going to take it anyway. The Church of Mitsukes. Just to be honest. The Church does not approve of that name. So I'll go with Quasar. So we also had trivia this week. It was an extremely difficult trivia question and it showed from the results of the uh... how many people got it right so the answer was galaxy express 999 going along the lines of our old of our old timers theme
1: i actually thought that this would have more people get it right because they just released a blu-ray box of this so I would have thought that that more people would have gotten it
0: so we only had one correct answer there's something like 100 people that play trivia, and this week only one person was able to get it right from that photo, and it was Is No Try. So Good job. That is two in a we- two weeks in a row for Is No Try, so congratulations.
1: Is No Try, if I could give you a hug, I totally would.
0: Cyber hug. Cyber hug. By the way, I didn't say anything, but the drink of the day is Red Bull. Oh, that's nice. Do you have a drink of the day, Cram? What are I you do. Drinking?
2: I'm drinking Georgia Max Coffee. It's oh. full of sugar and yes. terrible things for my body.
0: I am told that the Red Bull in Japan has about half as much caffeine as the Red Bull in the United States. Is that true? I did not know that.
1: I had, a Japanese
0: friend of mine told me that. That's censorship. That's what that is.
1: I had a Greek yogurt. I like Greek yogurt.
0: Sorry, but bet you do. if you're not drinking an actual I, drink, I it's not a drink of the day, okay? So, <laughs> moving right along.
1: It's time for an almighty anime mailbag. <laughs> anime
0: anime, anime, mailbag, bag, bag 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 you can submit mailbags for the podcast on our homepage www.aaapodcast.com there is a tab on the top of the page that says mailbag you click it you write the mailbag and you're done
1: and it so. gets sent to me so you could actually write it if you want to send me love letters that's how
0: it was valentine's day recently so get on it guys
1: Oh yeah, I didn't, happy Valentine's Day everyone, I love you
0: all. Such a girl. So the first mailbag is submitted by Callum, who would like to read it?
2: I will. Callum writes, good day guys, I've been enjoying your podcast every week and was wondering about ways of getting your content quote unquote out there. Although it is mainly practice, I was hoping that that there was a way to make some money out of my hobby, thanks.
1: (laughs) Do you know how much money we've spent on this show before getting a dime?
0: It's more the time, really. Yeah, that too. Um, getting your show out there, you have very few options, to be honest. Uh, iTunes is the best outlet, of course. That's kind of you know, the, this, the system, the platform that launched podcasting. Then, of course, there's Stitcher, which we're also on there, and um, FeedBurner, which I don't think that many people use FeedBurner anymore, but it does exist. Then there, of course, are other various podcasting websites that you can put your stuff on, but We basically, we had a short stint doing Google AdWords, which Mm -hmm. I don't think helped at all. No. We're on Facebook, um, which is somewhat helpful. One of the things that I recommend that you do is network heavily with, with other podcasts that are in your same sort of sphere of, you know, general breadth of knowledge and whatever topic you'd like to discuss. So if you're like a card game podcast, go network with other card game podcasts. Go be a guest host on their show. Make commercials for them to run. Things like that. That's the best way to get your name out there. And honestly, it's pretty difficult to get a sponsor unless you just go to an individual website and ask them if they want to be a sponsor. But And even then, a lot of them will say no. So, otherwise, you just have to do it for four years and then finally have someone like Hulu Plus find you and go, hey, these people have been doing this every week for four years. Maybe we should <laughs> sign on.
1: That is literally how it happened. <laughs> so,
0: it's pretty hard, but stick with it. The, um, the number one reason why podcasts disappear is because of the effort that takes to do them every week and it does somewhat pay off if you uh, if you can hang with it so yeah the second mailbag is written by Joanna so would you like to read this one Chiaki? Sure I'd love to.
1: Hey AAA podcast you've got an awesome show thank you. I really enjoy checking you guys out every week I'll, I also got a question I'm distracted by Mitsugi, he's doing this weird bicep thrusting thing I also got a question. Your show appears to be very up to date on modern anime, which is lovely. But I wanted to ask you guys if ask if you guys ever checked out old school anime. So not just nineties anime, but eighties, and dare I say it, seventies two. Just curious. Please have a wonderful day and may your anime addiction continue to worsen from Joanna.
0: Would you like to start Cram? Uh yeah.
2: I'm a I'm a big fan of um of Future Boy Conan. Me too, was... huge fan. Fist bump. Fist bump. Um I also like um Mahotscay Sarichan, which was the first magical girl anime. I haven't watched uh, a whole lot of it, but it's it's pretty fun. I watched um I've watched quite a bit of Speed Racer and uh, Astro Boy and kind of the things that you expect. But I also like like Devil Man and stuff like that. Yeah, of the North Star is really good.
0: I can't claim to know hardly anything about anime from the seventies. That's way before me, and I have seen a fair amount of stuff from the eighties. I would say probably three dozen animes from the '80s, but that's about all. To be perfectly honest, on this podcast, I'm watching 15 shows right now simultaneously that are new, and when you're watching 15 shows, you barely have time to do that. So it's virtually impossible to go back and watch older things just for the hell of it. Especially because I think I feel like older man anime tends to be longer.
1: Well, I think yeah. it goes back to that they were making less of it, so when they did, they
2: yeah. really. They just made a, a they ton just of it kind of a made a so, of one thing.
0: <laughs> I mean, for the last Wicked four City, years. Do you like
2: Wicked, C- Wicked City? Wicked City is totally good. It's okay. Aim for the Ace is also awesome.
0: Probably my favorite sports. Yeah, anime. The, the only one you've ever seen. G- shut up. That's not true.
1: I'm I'm a little different. I really haven't watched that much from '80s and like nothing from '70s. I I think I've watched the original Astro Boy, some Princess Knight, but uh, oh, aside yeah, from Princess
2: Knight, oh. yeah.
1: I mean aside from aside from the the classics like that I really haven't seen much. When I when I have time I do like to go back and watch older anime. I don't think I don't think I watch really that much older than like the 80s, but but there's a lot from from the 90s that that I miss. Like one of the shows that I w- went back and I started and I need to finish cuz I started watching Planetaz. Which it's I think not that's, that old. Well, isn't that '90s or is it early 2000s? Late
2: '90s, early t- early 2000s, I think.
0: Oh, I'll, I'll look that up I'm for you. Sure
1: I mean, it's it's in that kind of decade to two decade old range where I missed it, and and I'm going back, and and that's kind of the niche that I like to. If I go back and watch old anime, I think I enjoy it most <laughs> in that kind of.
0: Panatest ended no four. Okay, so, so it's, it's a not decade. Really That's the Almost. year I graduated high school. Planetes is incredible, um, by the way. It's a really incredible show.
1: Yeah, I really, really was liking it.
0: Why is it that every anime that like has to do with astronauts is really good? Space Brothers hashtag.
1: They really, they really could have used uh, Planetes in that movie
0: Gravity. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I have seen older anime, but don't actively seek it out. I just don't have time. So. And there are plenty of other anime podcasts that cover old anime, so our niche is sort of doing the new stuff. So,
1: I really wish we could we could make money. Going back to blending these two questions together, I really wish we could make enough money off of this that all I had <laughs> to do all day was watch anime. Yeah,
0: that'd be
2: great. That'd be awesome. I also like Lupin, Giant oh, Robo. Yeah. I keep if, thinking of old stuff that I like.
0: <laughs> if you made a YouTube channel where you just sat there and watched anime naked, you would have, like, a million followers in about two months. Would I know I, I would. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I'm actually talking.
1: Wait, we should do it together.
0: together. <laughs> I'm actually talking about cram. I think that would be really sexy. Uh, that's what I thought, so yes. We
1: should We should do this, you
0: guys. Okay, so moving on. This is probably the last week you'll be able to do voting for the Anime Oscars. By the time you get this episode, there will probably be about three or four days left in the voting. You can vote at www.animeoscars.org. AAApodcast.com, or just click on the gigantic, massive banner from the main page of the website. So, we've had over 3,000 votes cast at the time that we are recording this episode, so quite a, uh, a fair sample of people that have voted. Just to give you another rundown of the categories the categories are favorite original series, in other words, there's no prior source content for it, best action adventure, best romance, best drama slice of life, best comedy, best mecha. Best Actress, which is Best Overall Female Character, not necessarily Best Voice. Also Best Best Actor, which is the same for a male character. Best Score or Music. Best Animation, which concludes Style and Quality. A new category for this year, which is Worst of 2013, or the Pooper Scooper Award.
1: And it, it's a heated battle in it there. It is.
0: It is heated. <sighs> and, of course, Best of 2013. So, again, you can vote at dot podcast.com. So when you watch our live award show on March 1st, you'll feel like you've been involved in the process.
1: And one more quick shout-out to our AAA Academy, all the podcasts that helped us out. You can find links to all those shows at at the voting page. Thank you, everybody.
0: Okay, so we have a jam-packed episode for you. We're going to be doing a listener-submitted Anime Shark Tank episode. So we're going to be returning to the Anime Shark Tank to tear up your hopes and dreams about animes that you'd like to see made. And then of course we're g- going to be doing our impressions for this uh, episode which are going to round out the winter of 2014 which include the shows Hamatora the Animation, Strange Plus, Defrag, Hozuki no Rei Tetsu, and Inari no Kon- Konkoi Iroha. But first, before we go to a news break, we have a poll for you. What anime character would you most like to see compete in the Sochi Winter Olympics? Onizuka from GTO in Curling, Space Dandy uh, Dandy from Space Dandy in Figure Skating, Ryoku Matoi from Kill la Kill in Hockey, Mikasa Ackerman in Snowboarding, or Koto from Kyosogiga in Ski Jump. So, it's very fun, and we'll be back after a few minutes.
1: you anime addicts this is Chiaki and this is your anime news break. First up for those of you who are fans of the Persona 3 franchise there is a new edition, Persona 3 the movie number two as I'm sure you know and the official website for the Persona 3 films has recently posted a new trailer for Persona 3 the movie Midsummer Night's Dream. The trailer begins by recapping the events of the first films and I guess awaking from slumber. So it's a trailer that you will have to check out if you're a fan of the Persona franchise. In other news, the Association of Japanese Animations, or AJA, has announced its latest project, Amnesia, a culinary campaign devoted to the recreation and distribution of dishes and recipes from various anime series. The first phase of the project will be Anime Recipe Exhibition, taking place from February 11th to 16th. The exhibition will consist of a partial menu served at Akihabara's UDX Akiba Ichi Food Court, and it consists of two items inspired by on the Third Castle of Kaliostro. This is something that will be going on for some time with various installments, so if you're going to be coming to Japan, it's something worth checking out while you're in Akiba. In other news, an official post on their website, The Musical Unit Jam Project has recently announced that they are performing the new opening theme song titled Breakthrough for the anime Nobunaga the Fool. Now this anime of course did not pass on our show, but if you're one of the people still watching it, Jam Project has done a number of songs, including Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Monster GX, Super Robot Wars Games, and Bakuman. They're a fairly prolific band, so hopefully the new theme song will be worthwhile. In other news, artist James Klein of Avatar has recently posted the original concept art he created for Warner Brothers' currently stalled Akira Akira live-action film. Klein was brought on when director Rudadi Robinson was attached to the film. Since then, several other directors have come on and gone. We'll see if this film ever gets made. Although the most recently, Jame colet serra said in an interview that he hopes Akira will be his next work. Now the pictures show some cityscapes, some helicopters blowing up, and it shows character drawings that have character concepts of Kaneda, Travis, and Cyrus. You can find those posted online. Another news, the Mainichi Shimbun's Montan website has asked fans to rank the most popular anime currently running for the winter 2014. Handedly in first place is the anime Hozuki no Reitetsu. This is an anime that is incredibly steeped in Japanese culture and it's interesting to look how it's being received by the western and eastern markets because I think the fan response is incredibly different as this survey shows. This was Shiaki and this was your Anime News Break. Don't go anywhere because we'll be back to the show soon.
2: Man, I'm so upset with myself.
0: Why's that?
2: Well, I made a blind buy on this $50 anime box set, and this show
0: sucks! 50 bucks? That would buy you like half a year of Hulu Plus and all the anime you could watch.
2: Hold the phone. What's Hulu Plus? You've probably tried
1: Hulu.com. Hulu Plus is so much more. With Hulu Plus, you can watch your favorite shows
0: anytime, anywhere.
2: Hulu Plus lets you watch thousands of hit TV shows and movies in the living room or on the go with your smartphone or tablet.
0: With Hulu Plus, you can watch your favorite TV shows like Attack on Titan, Naruto Shippuden, One Piece, Hellsing, and more.
1: Watch every episode of shows like Persona 4, Yu-Gi-Oh, Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex, Shakugan no Shana, and more.
2: You can also check out exclusive content including Hulu originals like The Wrong Man's and Behind the Mask, Hulu's new docu-series that takes you inside the world of
0: sports mascots. You'll also get access to a collection of ad-free movies and kids content.
1: For only $7.99 a month, catch up on current shows, binge on old favorites, or catch a great movie. Stream as many TV shows and movies as you want, wherever you want.
2: Right now, you can try Hulu Plus for free for two weeks when you go to huluplus.com slash anime. That's a special offer for our listeners.
0: Make sure you use huluplus.com forward slash anime so you get the extended free trial and they know that we sent you.
1: Go to HuluPlus.com forward slash anime right now for your extended two-week free trial.
0: And we're back to the 214th episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Thank you for sticking with us. The news break is over. I hope you enjoyed it. And we have the results from our poll, and we have a tie.
1: Ooh, what? actually, it's a tie for first and a tie for second. Yeah, that's so
0: crazy. Tied for first place with 30% of the votes is Space is Dandy from Space Dandy in figure skating and Ryoku Matoi from Kill la Kill in hockey.
1: I think both of those would be very
0: exciting yeah, to watch. Yeah, very much so. I think those are probably also maybe the two most popular events in the Winter Olympics hockey and figure skating. So, and you just put the two most famous characters
2: <laughs> from the two most famous recent shows.
1: I didn't do it on purpose. Honestly, Dandy was one of those things in my head where I just saw him on the ice, yeah. like freaking out. That's
0: a great mental image. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> well, if you want to go by which character is the most famous, currently it's probably Mikasa. But maybe it's Onizuka.
1: Please, someone draw space dandy figure skating oh now. My God, that's such a someone good idea. do that, please. I really want to see it.
0: Okay, so that poll is over. So okay. thank you, thank you to everybody who voted in the poll. That was a lot of fun. So the main topic now. We are returning to the anime Shark Tank, but first, I have a little little special item here that I picked up at the grocery store. Say what? what? So I picked up a little something, something. Well, what is this? Oshokuji, Oshokuji pancake. So it's breakfast pancake mix. Why? Why would Mitsugi bring breakfast pancake mix to a podcast? Does They're it have? Random. Wait, wait.
1: Does it have whey protein isolate in it?
0: There's no whey protein <laughs> isolate. But if there, there could have been. There could have been. I easily could have put put the whey protein in. That's a great idea, actually.
1: Wouldn't wouldn't it it die Can from the heat? Can you cook it?
0: Uh, no, you really shouldn't. But pancakes don't really get that hot. But um. To be perfectly honest, I don't think anybody... Well, this is not a nutrition episode, but the reason why these pancakes <laughs> are, are great is because they have Luffy and Tony Tony Chopper on the front, making them affi- effectively one-piece pancakes. Ta-da! Ta-da! So I have been kind enough to make these pancakes for Cram, who's... I a-
1: made them! What?
0: For me? So here, here's a one-piece pancake for you, Cram. Thank you. I would like to have you eat this pancake and enjoy it. I pancake? Okay, Chiaki can have a pancake too. Mm-hmm. And while you guys are eating those quietly, I'm going to talk about our topic for today. So, we are going to be doing a return to the anime Shark Tank, which is a TV show from television where people basically propose inventions or business ventures that they've come up with to multi uh, multi-billionaires and venture capitalists to try to get funding for their project. So, Oftentimes they will be brutally shot down or have their dreams you know made into reality by saying that they'll be you know they'll, they will fund the project. But for this episode, we have we have received submissions from the people on our website, from the forum, and we are going to be going through the animes that they would like to see made into you know reality. And we're going to be talking about whether or not we think that they would be successful, whether or not we want to feed them to the sharks in the shark tank, or whether we will throw our money at them to have, them, to have the production made into, a, into an actual television show. So this there is a lot to go through. The outline for this episode was actually 11 pages long in Microsoft Word.
1: Thank you all for your submissions.
0: Single space. So like an entire college term paper. You know, worth of worth of podcast preparation. So thank you for everybody who who did their did your submissions. Okay, so before we get into the main topic of the of the episode, how are the pancakes, guys? So Chiaki's still chewing, but cram.
2: It's very good, but it needs butter and syrup.
0: Yeah, I'm really sorry that I didn't drag butter and syrup into the podcast studio for you. Well, to, uh, to you enjoy
2: know next time.
0: I mean, last time I, I expect I, it next week. Okay, so so last week I made you a bowl of rice for your natto. So, That's right, you did. so you're, you're just getting spoiled nice. you're now. You're just feeding me. You're That's just getting <laughs> spoiled now, okay? It's ridiculous. You know, seriously. Okay. So I'm going to be the person that reads most of the, uh, the, the topics here because I've already gone through them all. And we all know how this works, so we're each going to talk about whether or not we like the idea. So the first topic is submitted by Reiji on the forum, and the title of this anime is Ore no Kanojo wa Yan-chan a word-pun version of my girlfriend is mischievous, or my mischievous girlfriend. So the description is, during the summer break, the main character meets a girl and they fall in love, but when the school semester starts at his new school, he discovers that the girl is a leader of an all-girl biker gang. He must reconcile this new side of her, and they must come up with with a way to carry on their romance without others finding out. Now one day, the main character injures his head and comes across some punks harassing students from his school. Dazed and confused the main character recites a heroic speech from his favorite show and attacks the punks. He wins and so starts his overblown legend with one of the saved students pledging to be his herald slash errand boy right there on the spot. The legend can only take him so far other schools are gathering forces to take his school over each wishing to change the school in some way e.g. making it a super uh, super PC, turning it into a cesspool of crime and villainy, etc. Main character can't stand between two worlds, so he must choose whether to embrace his new persona or go back to who he was, even if, even if in the process he becomes a burden to his girlfriend. And he says that we should invest because there will be many opportunities for PVC figures, motorcycle models, signature outfits, official soundtrack CDs and DVDs, posters, stickers, school supplies, plushies, keychains product placement etc fighting game spin-off what do you think of that what do you think of that idea I don't like it why
1: because it sounds like it's just going to get turned into
0: fluff it sounds a little like iki Tosen, <laughs> to be honest really <laughs> this, I mean this not like the schools are going to a, the schools are going to attack each other and change the school into whatever they want it to be or you know a real bout high school or one of those there's There have been a bunch of anime before where schools sort of attack other schools. I mean, we're watching one right now, sort of, kill, kill, kill.
2: Yeah. Um, the thing I do like about it, though, is that it's got kind of a, a central romance uh, amidst all of these clashing factions. It's got kind of a Romeo and Juliet vibe to it. It's like, there's something there. Um, I think this is a nice kernel. I don't know. I, I kind of like it.
0: You kind of like it? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, uh, I don't know. I think that it might be popular. I mean, I could see... I could see it being popular in Japan, but he didn't really tell us how long it was going to be. I don't really think that the shows that have been about this have been particularly popular in the past, though Ikitosen has sold a lot of figures. A lot of figures. So, I don't know. I think if it has sort of an Ikitosen sexy girls fighting vibe to it, I think I might be on board with it.
1: I will invest $10,000. But not a penny more.
0: T- Ten thousand. You're not gonna get very far.
2: If it has boo, if it has boobs, bibs, then yeah, totally.
0: I think I'm gonna feed this one to the anime Shark Tank. Um, I, I'm out. What do you, are you guys in? I'm in. I'm in on
1: it. I'm, no, I like I'm it. out. Ugh. Look, why don't you stop this crap and deal with
0: reality? I'm out. Your dreams have been crushed. Wow. Crushed and thrown so it into brutal. the wind. It's not that bad. Come on. Okay, so the next so the next idea is submitted by codename Sailor B on the forum, and the title of this anime is Gone with the Wind. Say what? So Cram's like, oh my gosh, Gone with the Wind. Oh land. my goodness, so Gone with excited. the Wind. Because like, why? Why? Why do I love this? I don't know. I don't know. So it follows. So it follows the plot of the original Gone with the Wind, written by Margaret Mitchell. The overarching difference between the anime and the original. The anime will be a space opera. What? The Civil War will actually be a war between neighboring planets. Although the small green planet known as the Confederacy once shared a united government with their closest neighboring planets, the Union, their relations become severed because of a, n- a number of differences. Both men and women are permitted to join the military. However, Scarlett O'Hara has always had very little interest in galactic war matters. She's been concerned with looking her best. Putting on a feminine facade and having every man in the vicinity propose to her. Scarlett and her family reside at Terra Plantation on the Confederacy, where they exploit androids, which greatly resemble humans in appearance, emotions, thought process, etc., much like the rest of their planet, to assist in cooking, farm work, housework, aircraft work, etc. Though many Confederates treat the androids unfairly, often scrapping the more emotional ones, Scarlett's family has always treated the androids like family. The Union wishes to free all androids from their current situations in the Confederacy and regain a small planet as part of their unified system. Following the path of the novel, Scarlett is forced to live on a changing planet, endure several marriages, give birth to several oh. children, lose practically everything while waiting for her, her beloved Ashley Wilkes to return home from the war. However, she frequently manages to forget that he's married to her sister-in-law, Melanie Wilkes, who absolutely adores Margaret. Scarlet. Margaret Scarlet. Scarlet, sorry. Scarlet has frequently has frequent encounters with a dashing man named Rhett Butler. The rest continues to follow the basic plot of Gone with the Wind. The episode length is 26 episodes, no filler. Why should we invest? Spaceships, androids, uh, space pilots, uh, equal sales. Attractive female protagonists, equal sales. Attractive male protagonists, equal sales. Both the film and the book are classics, which have an easily which, which have easily gained attention from both male and female audiences because of the war and romance combinations of plot and characters.
2: Woo. That was um, a long one. I I I have to admit, I'm not a huge fan of Gone with the Wind. Oh, I thought <laughs> you I thought you loved it. Um, I think it's it's I'm not a fan of its kind of maudlin melodrama. Uh, I think it's a little little.
1: I have to say, though, melodrama and space opera go really yeah, well that's,
2: that's together. Yeah, that's true. The, the only way that I would say that this could work for me is if Osamu
0: Dezaki did it,
2: the guy who did Rose of Versailles. Then, oh, yeah. Then I'd be like, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I, I'm going to be a lot like what I think real anime producers are like and real fun, people that, that give money, funding for, for stuff. This show has no titties in it. How are we going to make money off of it? Corsets. You can push the titties yeah. up out of the... Lots of titties. Lots of titties. But space the, corsets, man. I don't with know. Robotic it, it, corsets. Is, <laughs> it, is is "Gone with the Wind" even popular in Japan? Because uh, I don't, I don't think it is. Yeah,
1: but think. you could package it as one of those like Western classics. No, I don't A
0: think so. Legendary
2: story from the West.
0: I, I don't. Th- I don't think that works. Weirdness. I don't think that works. I think people aren't gonna be interested in now. If it was like if it was some version of Shakespeare, people will get it right. But "Gone with the Wind," no one's gonna know it. And frankly, there's gonna be no titties in this in this anime. Is there gonna be android sex?
1: Um, it says that she has many husbands and gives
0: birth to many children. Do,
2: do, do androids have wet dreams of electric sheep? What? what? I'm sorry. Somebody out there is going to get that.
0: <laughs> I have to say, I, I'm, are there going to be Moe characters in it? Uh, probably not. Probably not. It can't make money then.
1: I'm going to give it $300,000. Wow.
0: I'm out. <laughs> I am out with extreme Prejudice. Uh, I gotta. I, I'm. I'm out.
1: I, I love can't. it. I I'm love out. it. Okay. I'm with you, Code Name Zilch. Okay, Pink. Crams
0: out. I'm sorry. I'm trying to find something, anything, but no. It's all death and destruction in your story. It's horrible. I'm out. Sorry, death and destruction. Death I and destruction for you. Why do you like it so much? You <laughs> know. You know. No one in Japan's gonna get that.
1: You don't. It doesn't even have. You don't even have to call it "Gone with the Wind." You can change the title to like "The, the title, Red Lady of the Stars."
0: Codename Sailor B specifically said name the, the title was "Gone with the Wind." Yeah, and when what else am I supposed to go with?
1: When you when you buy the rights to it, you change whatever you want.
0: That's not how this game works. You yes, can't you can't just change the details about it, about the project. To, to make it something you want it to be. Why producers do that shit all <laughs> that's the time. What I'm saying, right? <laughs> They're like
2: you got something here but we're going to you're going to make it into a monster that you don't even <laughs> recognize by the time we're done with it.
0: But that's not how the TV <laughs> show just works. We're going to
1: take your baby and raise it and... Exactly.
0: Okay, so you guys are ruining the episode. So, <laughs> so <laughs> Holy uh, damn. So Izno Try has <laughs> to the, the, the next submission is from Izno is Try. Is no Try writes uh, the title of this show is Sea of Trees or Aokigahara. In the near future, tensions between Japan and China are at a breaking point. That's nothing new. <laughs> the United States has withdrawn. Sure, into that's it, real life. <laughs> the United States has withdrawn into self-isolation due, due to economic and political upheaval, taking its taking all its troops out of Asia. Everyone expects China to make some kind of move, but nobody expects what happens. One morning, while taking the train to his high school near. Fujinomiya, a a smart but quiet second-year student, Akashi, watches as waves of parachutes fall from the skies. China has invaded Japan. Oh,
2: there are people attached to the parachutes? I'm sorry. (laughs) Go ahead.
0: Okay. No, no, it's giant elephants like in in the Bill Murray movie, Operation Dumbo. I love that movie. Strategic nuclear weapons are used to knock out major military targets. The Chinese Navy has blockaded all of Japan all major cities have Chinese troops marching through them Akashi will start to gather people along his way in his group there is a there's the girl who he has crushed on since grade school her boyfriend who is a closet military otaku which comes in handy later when they start stealing weapons a middle-aged EMT who can attend to the wounded and tries to get everyone to his to his to just hide and not fight back the twin boy and girl who are who are the heart of the group
1: And the incest.
0: And the convenience store, yes, and the convenience (laughs) store owner who everyone hates and who later they believe has betrayed them. The first couple of episodes will show the panic of the invasion, people fleeing the cities as the Chinese attempt to take control. A small group of Akashi's friends band together when their families are killed. Then they move to the countryside and try to survive, finding food, hiding from patrols, etc. They make it to the infamous Suicide Forest of Aokigahara near Mount Fuji. They try to rest, but the surroundings cause them even more distress. You just never know when you might come up, come upon a dead body of someone who couldn't face life anymore. Later, they meet up with some Japanese resistance fighters who give them purpose and direct their energies into fighting a guerrilla war. This is a realistic drama. They won't discover Mex in this secret base from the forest. The group will con- will constantly be changing, kind of like The Walking Dead. You never know when one of the main characters may die. Either of the... I either from an attack or by a suicide or by by a desperate person just trying to feed their family there will be a, there will be love triangles so it will be a, there will be a bit of romance 26 episodes why should we invest make sure there are a couple hot young girls with not small breasts <laughs> as 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 isn't the trap puts it the pvc figures can be can be them with all kinds of military gear and different kinds of guerrilla warfare outfits japanese fighting machines model kits um I think t- Attack on Titan has proven that you don't have to have a lot of sexuality in the show to sell figures. Right. There you is just have to tons have one of the of main,
1: main characters in a cleaning outfit.
0: But you, have to, you either have to have naked girls or be the most popular anime in 20 years. <laughs> I, so. I,
2: I actually kind of like the premise here, because I, I, like, I like war movies and war shows and stuff like that, but um, I, I think I'm going to have to take a, a kind of a fiscal Uh, viewpoint on this you're really shutting out an entire like huge demographic of Chinese people who buy anime if you make this because it it won't play in China
1: I I have to say with this I like the concept but I just feel like I feel like it's all set up and no story I don't I don't get what the ultimate climax is going to be like it just seems like it just kind of keeps happening and keeps happening and Mm. just stuff keeps happening and, and I don't see an overarching plot.
2: So, war is hell.
1: Uh, I, I War think, is
2: endless hell with no clear <laughs> finishing
1: point. No, I agree, but I feel like there needs I'm, to be some kind of like... That. Like the, the characters are... They're going to get to somewhere they're trying to go mm. or they're going to establish themselves somewhere or they reach a rank in the guerrilla... Like, like I just didn't feel like there was that kind of thing that they were... Trying to do that—that that well, could at least be a, a turning point.
0: This is the kind of show that I look for when I'm when I'm picking my animes for each season. I try to find serious shows. I want nothing more than to avoid all the stupid high school moe garbage. And this sounds like a kind of a show that sort of fall flows along those lines. Um, and. Honestly, there have been shows in the past that were, uh, that were ridiculously f- successful, like Valkyria Chronicles, which this show kind of feels like a Valkyria Chronicles type of thing. You have like a guerrilla troop of pe- of soldiers who s- learn how to fight back and sort of rise through the ranks, and we don't really know how the show will finish because it, he only summarized the first couple episodes. But, I mean, that was a really popular show that led to three video games. Um, that's, my personal, that's my personal taste on it. I don't know if it, if it would be super popular in terms of how it would sell, but I think we've we've proven in the in the past couple seasons that there have been shows that have been about war that have been serious and haven't had a whole lot of fluff in them that have made a ridiculous amount of money and so I kind of like this one. I think I'm going to go with it i um I don't know that I don't know that it'll make a huge amount of money, but it's it doesn't sound like a loser.:
1: I'll give so. it a hundred thousand dollars
2: um. I guess, I mean, I, I like the premise enough, and I'm not really a fiscally-minded person when it comes to this, so I'm going to pass it, because I like the premise.
0: I've started to pull the chat to see what they think, and this one was very split right down the middle, so... All right, I think we'll go with it. I like it. So, congratulations. Here's your money. Chiaki has given you...
1: $100,000.
0: $100,000, and I will give you... And I will give you 500,000 wulongs.
1: 500,000 wulongs. Which
0: converts into $8. <laughs> Is a wulong like a peso? Yeah, basically... <laughs> It's, a, it's the Vietnamese bot or whatever. Okay, so uh, the, next, the next anime is submitted by The Count.
1: For those of you interested in keeping track, I have $590,000 left.
0: Thank you, Chiaki. <laughs> I'm glad that you're playing this game with yourself. No kidding. <laughs> so The Count is not in the chat, but I'm going to read the description now, so here we go. The title is Daydreamer. The story takes place in a future, where science has developed a special drug which only works on those not content with their current lives. Upon consumption of this so-called daydreamer, the human brain is altered. The moment you fall asleep, you wake up in another world, your very own ideal world, a personal paradise, so to say. Here your deepest desires can be fulfilled, but you can only stay there for as long as your slumber lasts. However, there is no such thing as a drug without a downside. The brain can merely stand the pressure of only 365 days of those paradise sessions until it finally dies. Over the course of this year, the person affected will gradually lose his five senses in the following order. Smell, taste, hearing, sight, and touch. Once, One day after the loss of touch, the human life is also lost. The main character is Minoru, a psychology senior at high, uh, in college, Five years ago, he had lost his little sister to the Daydreamer drug and fell into a deep state of depression. However, his family manages to revive his will to live before he could obtain and take the drug. One day, at a festival, he meets Yume, a seemingly cheerful woman whose appearance resembles that of his little sister. He is entranced by her happy nature and falls in love with her shortly afterwards. As the days go by, he befriends Yume and finally manages to get her to agree to a date. However, during the date he finds out that Yume doesn't seem to enjoy any kind of food, a dark premonition is building in Minoru's head. This series will follow the two lives, the lives of our two characters over the course of a little less than a year. The first-person narrator changes back and forth every episode. The first episode is told from Minoru's perspective, the second from Yume, Yume's and so on. Having both is extremely important for this kind of story. 13 episodes, one OVA as an after story. He says, basically it's not your, your, your normal anime fluff you have some serious dark stuff here which uh, you could even show your parents to pr- to prove that Japanimation isn't porn and he, basically he gives no reason why it would make any money but I added blu-ray box sets for him because I think this idea is awesome
1: shut up and take my money
0: Um, I, I, I think have, it's great I, have, I love it
2: I have questions Um, no it, shut up is the is the drug is it a is it a prescription drug or is it an illegal drug?
1: I would assume it would be an illegal drug. Okay, that's that's kind of the vibe that I get from it. It's so
0: more if edgy. If it's more edgy, if, if it's he's illegal.
2: a senior in college, that means he's probably like twenty-two because Japanese people graduate on time because they never fail anything. So yeah, <laughs> no, they, they they seriously don't like they they schools don't fail. Yeah, you're not even allowed uh, to fail. So so that means his sister was like sixteen or fifteen or younger than him when she. Took this 365 times and died.
0: I don't know about all that. I'm guessing that his sister's backstory is important, but something not something that that he focused on all that much because it's only 13 episodes.
1: Okay. I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking it's definitely an illegal drug. Like I would imagine the backstory with the sister being like I don't know she had a dark time starting like 13, 14, and started messing Maybe with it. Then she didn't get into
2: the junior high she wanted.
1: Yeah, she didn't get into the junior high she wanted. <laughs>
0: this show and this show sounds like sounds like i think it sounds incredible i mean someone if only i had a connection with like a with like a studio you maybe could give this to like madhouse or bones i feel like maybe maybe they would pick this up i think it has like a lot of drama potential as the as like the two people that are in love start to like lose their the con, their control of their body
1: well, well he's not taking it only the girl is
0: well we don't know if he'll end up, end up taking it i mean maybe she'll start falling apart and he'll start taking the drug But either way, she. No, I
1: like it better if he doesn't take it. It says the
0: series will follow the lives of our two characters over the course of a little less than a year, which pretty much is indicative of the 365 days. Well, yeah. Someone's going to.
1: She's going to.
2: Yeah, she's obviously a
0: user. Yeah, so what I just said is that. Right, fine. She's going to lose control of her body, and there's going to be a lot of drama and, like, loss and some probably really some gripping moments in the show as, like, he wakes up one day and she can't see anymore. I mean. I think it sounds awesome I love it I think it sounds take my money I think it sounds pretty good
1: keep Akiba weird in the chat says they can sell actual drug as character goods but I think <laughs> it would be funny if they sold like pill bottles of like
2: mm.
0: like
1: candies yeah
0: <laughs> so no drug. yeah pass for sure yeah I and I pulled the chat and 86% says pass so take my money
1: yeah wow. I I want this
0: so once again, Mitsugi is not able to pay is not able to play the clip from the from my computer that says that your anime sucks, so congratulations. <laughs> okay, so are, are we ready for the next one? This next description is fairly short, so I'll just jump right into it. Absent minded Osaka writes the title of this anime is Gaijin Baka. <laughs> <laughs> so short 12 episodes, a ten, a 10 minutes each, simple skit show showing how easy it is to do something inappropriate or wrong when you are not familiar with the Japanese culture, norms, or language. Here is the description. So, the show follows an office worker who is transferred unwillingly to Tokyo by his company in the States. Comedy ensues when our clueless main character tries to live his life like any other office worker around him. What trouble can he get into by simply doing daily tasks and by interacting with the city and the people around him? The main characters will get a lot of attention in Japan since since he will look since since he is based off of Seth Green's appearance. So I guess the main character looks like Seth Green. Following him as he tries to board the female only section of the train, figuring out how to behave at an onsen, navigating the city, entering the maze like subways of Tokyo, eating flimsily with chopsticks. Will he be able to ask out the cutest girl in the cubicle right next to him? He might need some guidance from a more experienced office worker. Watch him as he fails, grows, and learns. That sounds very cute. Mm. He says it, it can be profitable in different ways. In Japan, it would be pitched as a pure comedy, but in the States, it would be presented as a show where you learn how to interact with a new culture and learn what not to do in certain situations. In the West, we could show we could we could sell how-to books with the main characters' guide maps. Maps in Japan, there could also be hide how-to books with Western for Westerners. 3DS game following the same story as in the show, but it would branch out more and also be a dating sim. So, eh, yeah. eh, I don't know. There's nothing.
2: Nothing that, that that ties me to like, the, the, it doesn't seem like it has a narrative at
1: all. I think it's not, uh, but they only want it, they want it to be one of those short 10 minute episode things. And Yeah,
2: when <laughs> has there been a good one of those?
1: I liked My Sister is an Osaka Mama, and that's kind of what, um, that kind of was what this that show was, was here's the differences between Osaka and Kanto, and that show was really good for that. I mean, it admittedly,
2: it speaks to me because I am a foreigner living in Japan, obviously, so... I'm like, oh, if, if this came on, I'd be like, I'm interested to see, like, how they handle this, right? But just listening to it, I'm just like, okay, so every episode he gets into another, another problem that he's got to get out of and makes a fool of himself and, oh, silly gaijin, and that's it.
0: I, I don't know.
1: I like it. I'll give it $90,000. You're and I think that's, You're running
0: out of money over here.
1: I have, I have $50,000 left now. I, the most I've given to is to the count. Followed by sailor B have,
0: have you failed anything she loves everything
1: i've I've given money in smaller amounts I want a little piece of the investment. Oh, okay. but I like this and and I think it's like a little like net animation or something mm. like it could it could do very well
0: I don't know, I don't know.
2: I, I'd be interested to see it, but I don't want to give it any money so no
0: i don't really like the. i don't really like I like the idea, but I think that it's i don't really know how popular it would be in Japan. I mean, it sounds like it sounds a lot more like a show that Westerners would like. Uh, Japanese people really aren't big on uh, celebrating other people's failures and making fun of other people. I mean, it, it sounds like a show that could be funny, but I think it'd be more enjoyable for a person that had been to Japan already and couldn't figure these things out and then, like, a year later found this anime and was like, oh, yeah, I did all those things wrong too. Yeah. So I think the audience that would benefit from the show is kind of small. And because of that, I don't think that there's nearly as much potential for profit as you might think there would be. Also, I don't see how-to books with main characters selling in America at all. Um, A 3DS game would only be popular if the anime itself was popular. So I like your idea. I think it sounds very cute, but I don't think that there'd be a big enough audience for it to really be successful, and so I'm going to have to let this one go. I I have faith
1: in you. All right. Opportunity knocked. No one was home.
0: Turn around. Get out of here. That guy's such an asshole. Man. He's such an asshole.
1: Is he a role model, Mitsugi? Not
0: at all. He's terrible. Okay, so we have two more to go through. So the next one is submitted by Icy Rose, who is in the chat, I believe. And um, this anime is called You Are the Emperor Now. The main setting is a fantasy world empire that has been constantly expanding and dealing with civil wars, due to a combination of the Emperor's obsession with conquest and battle and being incapable of ruling in a time of peace. One day, he battles a charismatic and idealistic leader of a rebellion who comes close to defeating him on the battlefield. However, rather than kill him, he spares him and tells him to try again as this close brush with death spark excitement within him. Years pass, and the two battle again and again over the course of many years and many wars. Each ending with the Emperor's victory, and eventually the Emperor finds that he's run out of places to conquer, and each victory has gotten more and more boring. Finally, after defeating his self made rival, he declares he has grown tired of this, and finally asks him, What exactly did you intend to do after you kill me? I've turned this nation into something so big and powerful that my death would create a massive power struggle. The rebel leader counters by saying that a nation that is so dependent on one person cannot be considered strong and that if he were to in charge he would strengthen it by focusing on its people rather than the expansion of its borders amused by such a, con- a contrast in belief on what makes a nation strong and having grown bored of fighting the emperor laughs and says well then give it a shot you are the emperor now which is the title of the show get it nark nark the and casts a spell that swaps their appearances and tells him that he, that he will be watching him in the shadows to see if he can continue to amuse him, and then fakes his death to remove himself from the war. Now stuck in the body of the Emperor and his, and his allies believing him to be dead, the rebel leader attempts to drastically change the way the empire is run, but is quickly met with shock, confusion, suspicion, and disbelief from the imperial court, the people, and the rebels, and discovers that he's in for a much more difficult job than he bargained for thirteen-episode anime, one OVA, and is it comedy. It doesn't sound like a comedy. Sounds like I don't what. It is highly likely that there will be some sort of homoerotic subtext between the hero and the emperor. So that would be so uh, that would mark it towards a Shonen Ai fandom. Got it. Got it. Graham's nope. got
2: it. Nope. Sorry.
1: <laughs> I see Rose. You know I love you, right? I mean, we talk on Skype and and we've had special moments.
2: No disrespect.
1: I just
0: get the hell out of here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just, I, the body swapping thing. You lost me there. Change
0: now, Getting you force.
1: <laughs> I. It's really hard to do body swapping in a show, and without it, without it, at some point, di- divulging into just really cliche hijinks. I
0: actually liked the idea. I thought it was. Uh, Sounded interesting and something that would be at least unique. It kinda gave me a, a uh, Code Geass vibe. Something about conquest. Oh, they'll and... be gay ass. oh, oh no. you did it.
2: <laughs> you did it.
0: <laughs> well, there have been popular Shonen and I shows before and that have probably made money and I like the idea, but you guys you guys are out? Yeah, can't I'm, I'm out. sorry. Out.
1: I'll give you I'll give you hundred dollars to take your fiance out to <laughs> dinner.
3: <laughs> what you
2: just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things i have ever heard at no point in your rambling incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it and may god have mercy on your soul
0: (laughs) man that's really harsh man that is
2: so mean that's really hardcore (laughs)
0: Okay, so the next one is going to make Chiaki wish that she hadn't spent all of her money already. Is no Try has submitted a second anime and the title of this anime is Holmes X Vampire. Or in Japanese, Homuzuto Vampire. Did I already t- in modern day London, Sherlock <laughs> I didn't make my Holmes
1: I <laughs> was sorry. gonna say I'm I'm kinda there too. I'm kinda there too.
0: In modern day London, Sherlock Holmes tracks a series of horrible murders across the globe to an ancient temple in Japan. After several episodes, they finally are forced to consider that vampires are real. They follow the trail of Nosferatu, who seems to be an actual vampire that is hundreds of years old. Holmes will swing between thinking that it is a real vampire and back to possibly some other more scientific explanation. There is a secret cab- cabal at play that has advanced scientific knowledge. Our vampire will be part light Yagami, part alicard he has a hidden agenda that he believes will save the world he is Holmes equal in intellect and he possibly can't be killed the whole series is like one big Holmes versus Moriarty game only the Moriarty in this case might be a vampire in the final episodes you discover that Holmes might be bringing about the end of the world by interfering with the vampires plans or that may be one last game the vampire is playing with Holmes this is very much a cat and mouse game throughout the whole series the end of every episode will provide some new information that will throw what the audience thinks they know up in the air. Thirteen-episode anime. The BBC Sherlock TV show is huge right now, all over the world. Take it, take its modern-day retelling of Sherlock and go further, and make it come up with some, come up against some possible supernatural elements. The vampire will make a bunch of sexy slave vampire ladies, so the PVC figures will be filling the store shelves. You can have all kinds of sexy Sherlock and Nosferatu items to sell, cosplay costumes, figures, etc.
2: Sexy Nosferatu? <laughs> get the hell out of here. He's what pro- are you talking he's about? He's
0: probably gonna be like a cute like like can boy I get character. Hell, no.
2: no, no. Max Shrek is rolling in his grave <laughs> right now. No. No. I, I need a newspaper to roll up and hit him on the nose. <laughs>
1: this is it's it's everything i hate let's take something that's really good and make it anime in the worst way possible it's like oh elementary in the states where they're like let's make john watson joan watson ho
0: there's only room in my heart for one for one sherlock holmes and that's cumberbatch oh I got the right one
1: no that's not I'm even sorry. it look at look at the is no
2: try I'm sorry I don't want to hurt your feelings
1: I know look at that I have I was to gonna, I want you to
0: know that I was going to give you money because I think that it is a popular it is a popular series and that based on that alone you'd have enough people watching it but
1: I would have to say like
0: sorry I got a bunch of haters here
1: look at look at the Marvel stuff the Marvel stuff is a perfect example of this mm-hmm. of, of Wolverine came to Japan and then it sucked
2: the movie was called Wolverine Samurai,
0: but it could have been good. You and just the, had the wrong the people last, working on it.
2: And the last line of the trailer was him going, Sayonara.
0: <laughs> I wasn't even talking about oh that. I was talking guy. about the anime. Oh, okay. Sorry. Well, <laughs> right, Well, I guess I have to fail it, even though I <laughs> was. like... wait, wait,
1: wait! I still have, I still have forty-nine wow. nine dollars. Well,
0: we'll put it back in your pocket um, and go buy a BMW because we're out of submissions.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna give Isno try a hundred dollars also, so he can go out to dinner.
0: You're so nice. Here, here comes your drop. I have bad news for you. In about four seconds, I have to start invoicing you for my time because this is such a crappy idea. I'm out with extreme prejudice. Aww. Okay, so I how many of those you. did we pass? Like three of them? Half of them? Uh, I don't even remember.
1: I would say I solidly passed two.
0: I really think that the one idea about the drug is the best one we got. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that... My that second b-
1: favorite was Gone with the Wind.
0: That should be made into an actual show, and but it won't be. Instead, what does it get to, we'll just get to the watch? The war
2: one. We passed the war one, I think.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: That one was okay, too. We're going to get... Instead of getting the anime about, about the drugs, we're just going to be watching school anime about people that want to bang their sisters for the next four years. So, what can you do? What can you do? No, no, nothing can be done. Sure and I.
1: Shogunai. I hate that expression.
0: Zanen, doesn't it? That is funny. Okay, so we are done with the main topic of the show. I hope everybody thought it was fun. I love the Shark Tank episode premise. We're going to take a quick news break, and when we come back, we're going to be doing impressions on the anime's Hamatora, the animation Strange Plus, Defrag, Hozuki no Reitetsu, and Inari no Konkoi Iroha. And we'll be back in a few minutes with that, so stay tuned.
1: Hey everyone, this is Chiaki and this is your Anime News Break. First up, for the, the official channel for Hayao Miyazaki's The Wind Rises on YouTube has begun streaming two English television commercials this past week. They are called The Visionary TV Spot and The Spirit TV Shop Spot if you want to take a look at YouTube to see how they are advertising the film. Studio Ghibli has already announced more screenings for The Wind Rises. The movie will open at a limited screenings in North America on February 21st, followed by wide releases on February 28th. It will open in Australia on February 27th and then in Britain on May 9th. In other news, Sakura-Khan has recently announced that singer Elisa will attend the April 18th to 20th event in Seattle, Washington as a musical guest of honor. Sakura-Khan will mark Elisa's first appearance at a convention in North America. She debuted in 2007 with the song Euphoric Fields from EF, A Tale of Memories opening. She's since gone on to do a number of things, including The World God Only Knows, Hayate the Combat Butler, Valvray the Liberator, and a certain scientific railgun. So if you can attend this North American convention, that'll be someone definitely worth marking on your schedule as worth seeing. In other news, the latest stage production of Yoshiki Tanaka's space opera novel series, The Legend of the Galactic Heroes, has opened this past week, and through this stage production, there has been a recent announcement of the new anime adaptations. Tanaka's secretary Fumi Adachi has recently confirmed in the news and revealed the producer's comments that the new anime is not a remake of the earlier anime, but another anime adaptation of the original novels with an entirely new staff. So for those of you who are fans of the space opera genre, this looks like it will be a worthwhile contribution coming out soon. In other news, if you're looking for something wacky Japan to show your friends, the Interbrain's Famisu YouTube channel has recently begun streaming an introduction movie for an up-and-coming arcade game, Sailor Zombie AKB48 The Arcade Edition, which, as you can already guess, stars the idol group AKB48 as... Zombies. The arcade game will launch in Japanese arcades in April, and the YouTube video is incredibly ridiculous so I highly recommend checking out the AKB girls as zombies. In other news, three times a year LEGO takes fan concepts and reviews them for official LEGO sets. So long as the ideas get 10,000 supporters by each deadline, the LEGO team will consider which set will become an official release. This year, LEGO is considering an official Macross set, specifically the Macross F1 Valkyrie. You can find photos of the submitted things online. But I have to say, why hasn't it already happened that there's been a LEGO set? Other sets include a Zelda set, which I also love the look of. This was Chiaki, and this was your Anime News Break. Don't go anywhere, because we'll be back to the show soon.
2: My name is Tony Oliver, voice of Arsene Loop on the Third from Loop on the Third, the TV series, and I am an anime addict.
0: And we're back with the 214th episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast it's time for us to round out our impressions from Winter 2014. So for those of you that haven't been keeping track of how many shows we have left to pass, we have passed six of our eight shows currently, and so we, are, we have two more to pass for today, so why don't we get right to it? Sounds good. I'm gonna start us off because I'm doing two today. The first show that I'm gonna be covering is Hamatora the Animation. So this is a show that is presumably 13 episodes long. It's the, directed by Hiroshi Kimura, uh, who doesn't have a extraordinarily long list of credits to his name. He's he's been around for a while, but this might be his first directorial role. He did High Tide which I haven't seen, um, but that's about it. So this is generally speaking the first thing that Hiroshi Kimura has ever directed. The uh, the animation studio is Naz. Who I've never heard of Naz before. Have you heard of Naz?
2: No. I have not.
0: So that's because this is the only thing they've ever done. They 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 were doing they 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 help with with the production of Dongan Ronpa, but this is literally the first work they have listed under their credits for animation production. So So that's it's generally a very unknown director and I'm for the most part, unknown production studio also. So, interesting. I think that's interesting. So, this show is about a power called the Minimum. It's a special inborn power that is found in a limited number of human beings that are known as Minimum Holders. In Yokohama, there is a detective team called Hamatora that is formed by two Minimum Holders whose names are Nice. His, his name is literally Nice. Nice and oh, mu- that's nice. Nice and Mudasaki. And I gotta say, right off the bat, they've really reminded me of the Get Packers. Do you guys know Get Packers? Oh I've yeah, I've heard of it. I haven't watched it. So there's Ginji. I've
1: watched that crap. There's
0: Ginji Amano and and, and Ban Mido in Get Backers, and one of them has electricity power. I think that's. Uh, I think Bon has the has the electricity. I've, it's been a while for me, but one of them also has like the evil eye, which is like a psych, psychic power. In this anime, one of them has, like, super speed. So he puts on his headphones and, like, I think he snaps his fingers and he can, like, just transport to, like, wherever. And um, the other guy has super strength? I'm trying to remember. So it's an interesting show. It's it's basically a show where there will be a client that comes to this bar, or this bar that they've sort of made their office, and they'll be like, oh, we need to have you help us with this project and if you do we'll pay you x amount of dollars and so the first episode was mainly about nice and mudasaki taking on a case to help open or protect this safe that this that this rich uh businessman left behind when he died so his it's it, so his family has this really big safe in his house that that they can't open because if they force it open it has this mechanism inside of it that will destroy the contents of the safe so they have to find the combination for the safe and open it and at the same time you've got people that want to steal the safe from them and at the end of the episode at the end of the first episode I was kind of down on this anime because I was really wondering what was inside the safe because it's obviously a very special thing thing that's being used to protect it so the contents must be important, and the whole episode's about it. But what do you think was inside the safe when they finally opened it up at the end of the episode? It's so anime. I give you each one guess.
1: Porn.
2: Naked person.
0: Na- a naked person, like a corpse. <laughs> N- like no. a persicon.
2: No, like uh, what's her what's her nuts from uh? Um, like a blow up doll from uh Outlaw Star.
0: Melfina.
2: They found that that. that would have been.
0: I would have enjoyed that very much. I <laughs> do love Velvet Melfina. There was. A pile of porn magazines. Oh, in the same. Right. oh you Got it. Lord. Right on.
1: All right.
3: So I
0: was halfway there. So basically, the whole episode was made trivial. It was trivialized by the fact that the whole subject of the episode was actually porn magazines, and I was really in my in my Mitsugi way thinking, "Oh my god, this anime is just done because it's if it can't be serious about itself in the first episode." Just going to be stupid the whole time. So I'm watching the show. I'm watching the next two episodes, and it actually is, is pretty okay. So I kind of blazed through that first episode because it's not important, <laughs> to be honest. So the second, episode, second, third, and fourth episodes are about a crime case that, that's, that's undergoing that is connected to a serial killer that is... that All the victims are minimum holders, like Nice and and Mutosaki which probably means that later on in the show one of them will get kidnapped. So, this serial killer is finding these minimum hoarders, taking them and removing their brains and leaving their bodies behind. And you have a you have a a detective that's on the case who's sort of, you know, really fixated on this case and he wants to solve it, so he's sort of enlisted Nice and Murasaki's help, or Hamatora's help to solve the solve the, the riddle or the puzzle or whatever you want to call it you find out that the that the serial killer whom they've basically have told you who it is right up front they're not really hiding it at all and in fact the detective actually actually brings in this the guy for questioning at one point and the guy sort of reveals he's, he more or less reveals like everything about his about his plot but for some reason the police officer can't pin it on him so they has to let him go it's really weird but you know exactly what, what the motive is so you find out that the serial killer is not a minimum holder. And he feels that there's this disparity in society because people that have the minimum power are held in really high regard, they get better jobs, they're more respected, they're basically the rock stars of society. So you're either a have or a have not, right, in this in this society in which they live. And so the, this, this serial killer guy wants to take these brains and use them in scientific experiments to sort of... ...create unnatural minimum powers and people that weren't born with it. So if you didn't have a minimum power and you really wanted it... ...you could go to this guy and he'll give you an injection or something... ...that will give you the powers, like, artificially. But he needs to have all these brains from the minimum holders to do that. So that's what the story is. He's trying to kind of... And I thought it was interesting that they've created this disparity in society... ...and in one of the episodes, and I think it was the third episode... ...you find out that there's this child who was bullied... And really had some, like, self-ish, self-worth issues. And so this guy gets a hold of him and gives him this power to sort of bring him up in society's eyes. But the, but the, the experiment ends up going horribly wrong. And it turns the kid into, like, a monster. And there's this is really a sad scene where the kid knows he's a monster and he's being hunted by the police. And you find him and he's crying and it's sad. But they've sort of created this, this interesting disparity in society. Between the have and the have-nots, and the villain is completely insane. Like he's he's nuts. I mean, he they even make, they even draw him in with like jagged teeth. I mean, he's about as about as big of a bad guy as you can get in the show for a show. But at the same time, his motives are sort of are sort of good, but in a very bad way. He has a very he has a very terrible means to what what seems to be a worthwhile end in society. And so I thought that the show sort of had an interesting premise there, and I really enjoyed that. And by the end of the third episode, I was really actually liking the show. It's um, uh, it's not it's not great by any means. I mean, in like if you had put this show in like last season, it probably would have been in the middle someplace. But the show is pretty good. The action is interesting. There's actually not a whole lot of action though in the show. When they do do it, it's good. You'll have the guy will put his headphones on and though and it like changes the world into like these rainbow colors and you know, they use their superpowers to fight and it makes the action interesting. So you'll have in one episode, this, this, this uh, like mobster picked up a car or a giant piece of rock or something. It's his power was strength and he threw it at one of the Hamator guys and he sort of punched it and it made the rock explode. And then, the other guy snapped his fingers and appeared in front of him and punched him or something like that. So that's sort of how the action works. It's really quite good when they do it. Um, the the music is pretty is pretty awesome. I played I played the opening for the song in the at the beginning of this episode and we were all sort of jamming to it. I'm going to use the ending theme as the ending theme for the for the uh, episode also. So I do like the music in the show. I, I have some problems with with it also. I mean, some of the things in the show are pretty dumb. For no apparent reason at all, they're, they're the manager of the team is sort of this cat girl that has like a literal cat girl tail and does dumb shit. Um, I, I don't think that the show is particularly original. I mean, the premise of having two guys with powers who sort of operate a a you know as I got like a quote unquote hired gun shop where people go in and pay money to have a job done. It's about the most unoriginal thing next to school that you can do in anime. I don't think the show is going to contribute anything to anime at all, and in fact, it might end up being a complete episodic just you know romp after they sort of close out this arc with the with the current villain. The uh, they've sort of removed the mystery from the arc by by telling you who the villain is right up front. I mean, it, it doesn't ruin the the show, but um, it's sort of, I don't know how sustainable it'll be. I feel like by like the 7th or 8th episode, they will have wrapped up this guy and they'll be on to another, to another arc. And so I, I kind of wonder how the show will function as it goes on, but it's not a bad show. I wish there was more action in it. They sort of don't have as much of that as I wish they did. But it's overall not a bad show. It's certainly one of the best top eight of the season, and so I'm gonna pass this one. I uh, I definitely don't hate the show. I think if you liked if you like get backers, you probably would love this. It also has sort of an Outlaw Star vibe, at least in the beginning. I mean they're not gonna like take off on spaceships. But I mean you have like people walking into their shop and saying I'll give you X dollars to find a person or something. So it it's okay. It's pretty good. It's about as good as Wizard Baristas. No no Better or worse than that? I mean, every show from I this haven't season. Haven't started
2: that yet. i putting it off.
0: Every show from this season is sort of eh. I feel like, almost every show from this season is sort of just average or a little bit better than yes, average, except for Space Dandy, which can do no wrong. Okay, which except for Space Dandy, which can do no wrong. So <laughs> I'm, so I'm gonna, glad you said that. I'm gonna, Graham,
1: did you hear it saving anime? <laughs> I, I,
0: it already did that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pass this one and um, pass it on to whoever wants to go next. So.
1: I'll go next. Cram,
0: as Cram points at Chiaki. I'm sorry, you I only go, have one today. In, okay, so why don't you go two. ahead, Chiaki?
1: This is this is going to be short because this anime is only 3 minutes long every episode.
0: And is that really all, Is that really all the longer it is? Is it like a pupa?
1: Yeah, if, kind if of. If your
2: impression is longer than the three episodes you watched to do the impression...
1: <laughs> right? ...then
0: I think you're doing it wrong. Right? Is uh, it, this anime better than Pupa because that anime is not good?
1: No. Well, oh, they're very different. Um, Strange Plus is the anime that I'm giving an impression on. As I said, Strange Plus is a three-minute episode anime with an opening song. So really, it's like a, a two-minute and 30-second episode anime. Um. Online, it says five minutes per episode, but that sounds long to me. That probably
0: includes the outro and the, and the intro it also. It usually does, which
2: is ridiculous
0: to me.
1: Um, so, yeah, and it's supposed to be maybe 12 episodes long. So, we're talking maybe 30 minutes of content for this one. Strange Plus is there's the, this detective firm that a bunch of crazy characters belong to. and Another
0: detective anime?
1: And they get hired for odd jobs. In the first one we had in the first one we had like Scooby Doo running through doors, hygiene. Are you shitting me? And we had exploding teddy bears.
0: I'm out. You can't have my money for this one. <laughs> we had We're not playing Shark Tank right now. We
1: had slingshotting exploding teddy bears. In the second episode we had a, a rich girl who hired them as bodyguards guards, but really she just wanted friends and and she had them dress up like in the school uniforms of her school and she was like I just want to go out to Burger King mm. um what was that was that for Burger King or was that for the, the rich girl
2: all of it I don't know it just came a out rich girl eating, it was involuntary a
1: rich girl eating Burger King makes cram groaning. go mm. uh,
2: no not no it wasn't an
0: uh it was a uh can okay. I just say <laughs> can, I I, can, can I just say something real quick sure no. you can
2: all right Opportunity knocked oh No one was home Turn around Get out of here
1: uh, The right. third episode had a, a doctor There's some kind of I don't know if it's incest But there are gay tones And there's a big burly black man And and it's, it's actually pretty amusing But it's not going to pass
0: Should I play another drop? <laughs> Does it deserve two?
1: Oh, there we go.
2: Thank you, Sir Ian McKellen.
0: So Honestly, it's a dumb friggin' show that's three minutes long and has no content, it's just something that they play during commercial breaks on yeah, TV? Yeah, it's
1: funny. Like, like it is funny. It made me laugh, but I'm not gonna pass it for the purposes. If I pass this show, it would just be because I want to give us all a break and okay, give us a three-minute s- episode. S- since
0: show. your impression was so short, I just want to say something about Pupa. That anime gets worse and Pupa, worse every Pupa. episode. Pupes. So, like, in the last episode... Of the that I watched, which was episode five or six, the entire episode was the was the sister eating the brother, in the in in an incredibly so she okay. So by the time this thing is over, do you think it would have been better as
2: like a like a forty five minute OVA? No, no,
0: no, absolutely not. Because it jumps around way too much. The gaps in time are so are, are huge without explanation. They assume that you've already read the manga, and so. You'll just get it. But it's not a complicated show at all. The girl has to eat people every day because she has this insatiable hunger, and the boy has regenerative power because they're both quote-unquote monsters. So, from like episode five, they spent the entire episode with her eating him in a really sexual manner and in the most grotesque manner. It's basically an anime that's meant to make you grit your teeth and, and and wince when you watch it because of the sound effects and everything, but it is terrible.
1: The foley is really good. Okay.
0: It's bad, well, then.
1: and all she said of the entire episode was "Onitan chan ow, 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 And granted, and granted, O-ni-chan. I haven't I haven't read
0: the manga, but I think that I don't think it would have been good as a full length show either because I just don't see how anybody could watch that for twenty minutes. It's tough to watch it for three minutes; it's so grotesque.
1: It is really grotesque. It's kind of cringeworthy.
0: Okay, well that's. I mean, good. it's pretty bad. Anyway, I, so. just, I just
2: watched Reanimator again the other day, and that's pretty grotesque. All right, cram like the hell out of
0: it you have an anime here so yeah i do you have a thing here so i do have it? a thing what um, is this anime this
2: is called d fragments and it's uh done by studio brains based directed by seiki sugo the d this is his yes the d the, the i want the d fragments that's what yeah. i want
0: you want to um, know what i named my chocobo in final fantasy 13 lightning returns
1: it's really funny
0: kakobo i named it my dick <laughs>
1: Why?
0: So it's like, so it's like you, so like oh, uh, yeah. you are now riding my yep. dick. Okay.
1: My dick is healing. Do you nicely. want to ride my
0: dick? <laughs> yes. So that just no. so defrag just made me think of that because it's the D. Uh,
2: so this is the director's first gig. He's done episode directing on various things, not not really a whole lot actually, but this is his first um, uh, lead directing gig. It's based on a manga by Tomoya Haruno, and um, basically, our male protagonist Kenji Kazama considers himself something of a delinquent. And one day after helping uh, the girls in the game creation club put out a fire, he's dragged into their ranks to keep the club from being shut down to to uh, unsatisfactory membership. The kooky members of the club all consider themselves uh, to have elemental powers. Uh, Chitose covers her hands in sand and dirt and punches Kenji, making her earth elemental, of course. Uh, Sakura carries around a large bottle of water to pour onto her opponents or force them to drink, kind of like waterboarding? She, yeah. Oh, God. So she's a water elemental because she waterboards people?
1: <laughs> you know, that we should tell that to the U.S. government. That's a much nicer way yeah. to spin it uh, than min- a advanced interrogation technique. <laughs> We're water elemental <laughs> government.
2: Yeah, that's all it is. Minami is the club's advisor, and uh, her, her ability is lightning because she carries around a stun gun, straight up, just a taser. Did someone say lightning? Uh, oh, yeah. Did know, lightning return? I know you've got your mind on Final Fantasy right now. Uh, Roka uh, uses fireworks and claims to be a fire elemental, but later reveals her true element, so to speak, is darkness. And she uses heavy curtains over windows and (laughs) puts bags over people's heads because she (laughs) has the power of darkness.
1: Does she bag it and tag it? She
2: bags it and maybe tags it later. (laughs) Not in the first three episodes, though. No tagging. Just the bagging. So the (laughs) first... (laughs) The first episode begins when Kenji runs into Doka outside of school when she's passing out flyers for the Game Creation Club. He helps her gather them up uh, because she drops them on the ground. Uh, He helps her gather them up and he walks away. And he's walking down the school's hallways with his buddies uh, who's called the Kazama Party. They're kind of like a gang that came from another school. They're kind of notorious.
1: Am I correct to understand this is like they're kind of like LARPing?
2: no not at all no not at all it's actually powers no it's not actually (laughs) powers. she carries around a bottle of water she's (laughs) the fireworks and bags on people's heads (laughs) they just say oh i have the power of fire here's some fireworks it's
1: (laughs) well so so does what is it katara in avatar she carries around a bottle of water too
2: yeah uh yes she does yeah, I guess that's true, but it's not. It's not the same. It's, it's not the same.
1: So, so they're being stupid. They're not.
2: Oh yeah, totally. They're being dumb. Um, okay,
1: I just wanted to make sure I understood that correctly. But, but are they being dumb and thinking that like 100% believing like what they're saying and doing is true, or I, are they no, like I we don't know we're so. being dumb? No,
2: they know that they're being dumb, but it's they kind of I don't know. They're they're a little shameless about it. They're just mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm t- I have the power of lightning. Here's my stun gun, Zapp you in the balls, and that's you know. That's how it goes. Um, so Kenji's walking around with his gang, um, and other students at the school know them by reputation, and they kind of react and recoil on site because the gang is so notorious, apparently. Uh, but meanwhile, the Game Center, or the Game Creation Club, discusses how they will continue as a club because they're one member short of the required membership to stay an active club, of course. Uh, So later Kenji stumbles upon the game creation club as they're trying to put out a fire that Roka started using her fireworks. (laughs) And then they use their powers, quote unquote powers and threats of bodily harm to get him to join the club. So later an ongoing rivalry between Chitose, the student body president and Ataru, the student council vice president and childhood friend of Kenji uh, kind of culminates in a showdown at the window of the girl's locker room where Chitose is like tries to throw a locker out the window and then you know the Kenji's gang stands on each other's shoulders and tries to push the locker back into the girl's locker room window and they get in trouble and it's just crazy it's it's nuts and and just non-stop "quote unquote" comedy. <laughs> Episode 2 <laughs> deals with another club on campus called the Real Game Creation Club. And they're very dismissive and refer to the Game Creation
0: Club as a fake club. And the rivalry is, you know, a Real? Is it, is it, so is, it, is this like the Irish Republican Army and the real Irish Republican Army? Yeah, kind of. It's actually a lot
2: like that, uh, or what it sounds like anyway. Um, so the members of the real club begin to harass Kenji for his involvement in the other club. And both clubs decide to make a game for the Fujo Academy Freedom Festival, or the Foof Festival, and uh, that's
0: the worst acronym ever. <laughs> foo-f festival.
2: And if the club, if the real club gets more attendance at their booth, the fake club will have to dismantle and assimilate into the real club or so they're called. And then episode three gives us the much talked about Foof festival, Uh, Kenji's invited to the Real Game Creation Club's club room to see the progress on the video game that they're making for the the festival. And then the fake club spends their time trying to think of ways to sabotage the real club's progress. Um, And, of course, they think of things like, oh, we can set it on fire with my fire powers to set their computers on fire or pour water all over their computers or whatever. Uh, After seeing the impressive work that the real club is doing on their video game, Kenji comes back to the fake club room to find the members playing a board game. This kind of ultimately supplies the idea to make an analog game castle at the festival. And the attraction is really big and huge. It resembles a castle from the original Super Mario Brothers game. and contains a variety of games and sports and... Of course, the fake club wins the bet, and they don't have to dismantle because they're the main characters, and that would be shitty in the
0: third episode. Right? Uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry if you already answered this, but why is it called D-Fragment?
2: There's no reason whatsoever. Are you serious? There's no significance.
0: Well, that, maybe they just haven't gone to it maybe, yet.
2: Yeah, maybe they haven't, but in the first three episodes, there's no significance to the D-Fragments thing. I don't know if like the main... If there is going to be a main kind of conflict, if they have to make a video game or something and they call it defrag, I don't know. But Maybe none of one of is...
1: them gets a virus and they have to defrag sure. their computer. Yes,
2: yes perhaps. I, I mean, I think it obviously has to do with the video game motif that the whole show has. And they obviously they're using things like the elemental thing and there's visual gags. Uh, the the opening credits uh, kind of have video game callbacks and the the, the text itself kind of looks like 8-bit uh, pixelated text that you would find in an old video game.
0: So Cram, when I did my review on on Blood C, there were all kinds of different words that, that I thought C could be could stand for in the anime. Cookies. Caffeine cookies. Caffeine, cake, cookies, crack. So what are the what are the different words that you think that the D could stand for in D fragment? Dick. Um Dick? Duty? duty. Duty.
1: Double duty? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Double
2: D's. One of the chicks has very large tits oh. that ends up pressed up against the, the guy's face. Dem titties. Of course. Dem titties. Uh, D's nuts. Um, Devil man. <laughs> Devil man. <laughs> <I don't>... Donuts? <laughs> donuts, maybe. I haven't seen any donuts yet. Um, doodles? So...
1: How's the animation? Is the animation it's like fine. doodles? It's okay.
2: fine. It's all just fine. Like that's. Yeah. I guess that's my biggest issue is that everything's just fine, right? <laughs> I think the show is very confident in its humor. It's not terribly funny. Um, I, I didn't... I, honestly, I didn't laugh the whole time. Like, I laughed more talking about it now than I did watching the show. I didn't laugh, or I didn't even crack a smile watching the show. It's not good. Like, it's a comedy. Yeah, it's just, okay, I get it. Like, I get that you're doing the thing with the video games, and I get it. The, they're quirky, and I think maybe the ratio of screamed dialogue uh, rivals Attack on Titan. Um and that's that's a feat I gotta say.
0: (laughs) Um, Do they scream more than kill a kill? Um, I I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Pretty much everything in kill a kill is either someone jumping around insane or someone shouting.
2: Um, the there are little bits of overdone fan service. Naturally, uh, they go full on chibi. Uh, Like that. That's one of the show's gimmicks: is that they they just go full on chibi when they're making jokes. Doesn't Magi do that too?
1: Magi does do that sometimes.
2: Uh, it's never, really unfortunate. Never go full chibi. Um,
1: when you go chibi, you can't go back?
2: <laughs> you know, it's, it's a, like I said, it's a fine looking show. The characters are attractive. It's got nice bright backgrounds. It's really colorful. Everyone's got different colored hair, and, you know, of course. Ugh. Yeah. Is it two toned hair, though, like Amnesia? No. Oh, thank no, God. Not. Everything is very standard and kind of forgettable, very co- cookie cutter, except for one character. The one character kind of exists outside of this cookie cutter attractive uh, anime comedy framework and he's kind of interesting I guess I don't know the show did absolutely nothing for me it's not bad it's not good it's a void I just I feel empty inside I'm sorry I can't pass this what we've got here is a piece of shit
0: well there you have it piece of shit it's not a piece of shit it's just nothing
2: do you want
1: to go next, Mitsugi, or yeah. would you like me to? No,
0: I'll go next. It's fine. So I'm going to do another anime here called Hozuki no Reitetsu. Now, both this anime and Hamatoro were both animes that, that that Kimiko had originally selected for this season that I had that I have received from her. So, again, Hozuki no Reitetsu. The director is Hiro Kaburaki, who has a very short list of things here. He directed Kimi ni Tuduke, which should uh, make mm. a Chiaki very happy. He directed uh, My Little Monster or Tonairi no Kaibutsu-kun. And that was also a, f- a fairly pretty good show. So this person is two for two, I guess you could say, on shows that they that, that directed. But will he be three for three? Mmm. Crazy, you never know. So animation production is done by Wit Studio, who also is a small animation studio. Who, guess what, Wit Studio did other than uh, this anime? I don't know. Attack on Titan. What?
1: Oh, it shows in the opening with all those recycled cells.
0: Okay, here we go. Wow. Here we, here we go. Chiaki spewing her hate. The,
1: that's, are, you, had the you, say, you
2: had the same problems with Attack on Titan. Are you trying, to,
1: are you trying <laughs> to say that they didn't recycle cells in Attack on Titan? Someone please try to make that case. No, to me. They,
0: Attack on Titan was a very bad offender of that. So is Kill the Kill. Um, had had to throw that in there for cram. Oh,
2: you're welcome.
0: So, Hozuki no Tatezu. <laughs> kill, kill does it better. Sorry. Is an anime about he, he, Hozuki is the aide of the great king of hell, King M- Enma. And for those of you that don't, like, who the hell is King en- Enma? Think about Dragon Ball Z. King Enma is in Dragon Ball Z in the beginning quite a bit.
1: And he drinks the same coffee that Cram is
0: drinking. That's today. true. Yes. In the four, in the third episode of Hozuki no Tetsu, King Enma is walking through his office and he's drinking. A coffee, exactly the same coffee that Cram is drinking, except to King Enma, The coffee is like the size of his little finger's fingernail, so it's like this tiny little thing that he's drinking, which is really funny. Because like, why would you bother? He needs to he needs to have like a like a six-gallon can of coffee for himself. So, Hozuki tries to resolve the various problems in Hell, including a rampaging Momotaro and his companions. However, he also likes spending his free time on hobbies such as fawning over cute animals and raising goldfish flowers.
1: Can I just say the main character? Very is... good.
0: That's a very good summary of the first episode.
1: Can I just say the main character I think is pretty cute.
0: So Chiaki likes the main character because he is spindly looking with long black hair and has a horn coming out of his forehead.
1: He's horny!
0: He's horny. He's a horny ah. guy. So he's, he's basically a, a troll or a... and he's an oni. You know? So, this anime is if you, look on, if you looked on my anime list, this show is ranked somewhere around 22nd to 23rd out of the 35 shows of the season. People don't like it a whole lot. It's sort of bottom of the middle. But there was a poll recently on a website or a magazine. What was? It? Do you remember what the magazine was called?
1: I think it was the Mainichi Shinbun's website.
0: Okay, so Mainichi Shinbun, which is a newspaper in Japan, polled people about what their favorite show was from the winter season. And this anime was actually the favorite show of of people in Japan that were pulled out of all the anime.
1: Handedly. It was 33%. The next closest was 13 Wow.
0: So why is it that this show is such a giant hit in Japan while other shows... Wow, it hasn't been a huge hit in the West.
2: Because no one else can understand it.
0: So the reason for that is that this show is heavily steeped in Japanese culture. Most Not
1: even culture, but folklore.
0: Folklore, I mean, too. I mean, I know
1: culture is a, folklore is a part of culture, but but that's a really important part of this is if you don't know the folklore stories
0: yeah so basically the first episode was about momotaro which i've been going over with my students recently so it was fresh in my mind and really struck a chord with me really well momotaro is a story about a boy who is born from a peach whom ends up going to an island called onigashima to defeat to defeat like oni or demons or trolls or whatever that are stealing treasures and destroying people's rice fields and things and he so he goes and i think in the original story he kills them and it comes back a hero but um in this anime he has since died and gone to hell (laughs) and he is hunting for oni in hell which there are plenty of them because in hell all the they're always they're always like trolls and oni in hell including hozuki and so he gets to hell and he finds hozuki and he's like i'm gonna kill you or i'm gonna beat you up and he has his three companions with him which are a dog a pheasant and a uh, and a monkey and it's really funny because all of the three companions are kinda like oh god he's hunting Oni again you know it they're totally making fun of the of Momotaro and if you don't but here's the problem if you don't know Momotaro and you don't understand the the story you're not gonna get the joke and so you'll miss out you'll, you'll just be like what huh I don't get it and that's an easy reference so I would say that my my understanding rate of things that they joke about in this show is about 50%. So, in all honesty, I mean, I get enough that I think the show is funny, but I don't get everything that they talk about in the show. So, the Momotaro joke continues throughout the first few, few episodes, but you also have jokes like the stripping lady. There's like an old lady who strips and like mugs you, I guess. And then there's, they make references about, you know, paintings and... All kinds of things. Shangri-La. Actually, in the third episode, Momotaro actually gets to go to heaven, which is, I guess, Shangri-La, and he finds his true calling in picking peaches. So he's like Peach Boy, right? So he's picking peaches and putting them in baskets and carrying them from, like, orchards, you know? And... He's found his true calling, which is I thought was really funny.
1: I thought it was really funny when Lucifer came to visit.
0: In Momotaro, he's walking back with, with, with the peaches, reminiscing about his past life and what a douchebag he used to be. He literally saying, I was such a douchebag in my real life when I was hunting Oni. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, in the second episode, Lucifer comes to visit the Japanese hell. And is I think he he has designs on conquest on conquering the Japanese hell eventually but he gets scared off because he finds a recipe in Hozuki's bedroom for for what he said thinks is satan's stew but it's actually just a typo that's that was made in the recipe and it's not actually satan's stew so Satan gets freaked out and runs away It's a really funny show they, they do funny things in it King Enma's really funny you know, he, he's just a happy giant guy who just makes jokes and has giant earrings and, you know, drinks his little tiny coffees. <laughs> and it's overall just a light, fluffy comedy. I mean, I really like that. I, I don't love the show. I am cautious about it because of. I think that people that, people that, that listen to our podcast, some of you might not get the, the jokes in the show. They're, they are difficult sometimes. And if when you don't when you don't understand the backstory behind a joke, you know reference comedy, it just isn't going to work for you. Naturally, they're all probably really easy references for Japanese people, but you know, for even me sometimes who lives here, I miss out on some of the jokes sometimes. Um, I think the show looks really nice. Some of the backgrounds and the way that it's drawn artistically sort of resemble old old old-fashioned Japanese paintings. I think it looks excellent. It's the use of CG on things like the goldfish flowers that Hozuki takes care of in his garden, which are really weird by the way. They're basically sunflowers, but instead of having a sunflower on the top, they have a giant goldfish.
1: Best ever.
0: And they sort of like like flop around and make noises. It's it's really odd but pretty cool. So they make they make pretty pretty reasonable use of CG in the show. The music is kind of funny. The opening theme sounds like an Italian like, wedding movie theme. It it sounds like the kind of thing you hear from, like, a mobster movie or something. It's funny. Um, it's a pretty good show. I think this one sort of brings up the tail end of what we could consider maybe a top 8 or a top 10 of the season. For some people, you're not going to like it at all. This is definitely not a Mitsugi show. Most of you are probably thinking, well, there's no way Mitsugi would like a comedy about hell. Um, and I'm... And I'm sort of on the fence about it, but this show I'm going to pass because I think it's barely on the pass line. It's, like I said, maybe top 8 or top 10 of the season. Japanese people love it. Westerners don't like it as much. I think it's cute. It hasn't bored me yet, and it's a comedy. You know, it's a kind of just a goof-off comedy. It's going to be short, 12 episodes. I'm going to pass it. I think it's worth it's worth giving a try. I think it is funny at times, and... um it's worth watching. So, Ah. I that's the third show I've passed from the season, by the way. Wow. Yeah. I passed wizard baristas. I passed, we have passed nearly everything that Kimiko originally selected this season.
1: Kimiko was the winner.
0: Almost everything. So, okay. So Chiaki has one more anime to do an impression on. So why don't we get right to it?
1: I do. Um, my anime is Inari Konkon Koi Iroha and with this anime I definitely think that we need to change Inari from being the god goddess of the harvest and of rice and of prosperity to being the god goddess of feel good anime because What is with all these
0: Inari animes lately?
1: I don't know. But I I love it. So the story follows a girl named Inari Fushimi so if you say her name the way that you oh say my it god, in Japanese, are you serious, it would be Fushimi Inati. and she's named after after the goddess, and of course because of her name, she has a a love for Inari shrines, and because it it has her namesake, and she's kind of
0: really, I would think she, I would think that she would have hated it.
1: She kind of has a. A really clo- a, a true closeness to them because she's a little bit awkward. She's a little bit, she's not like like super awkward or s- stupid awkward like fall on her fall on her face and blah blah blah, but but she's clumsy and she's a little awkward around people. So she doesn't have a ton of friends, and she's super clumsy around the boys she likes. And there is a true anime moment in the first episode where they're at gym class or something. And and they fall, and she ends up pantsing him, basically.
0: Oh my god, um, that's funny. Has that ever happened to you in real life? Being pantsed? Uh, I don't remember. Maybe uh, maybe. maybe when I, was a kid. I uh, wait. Yeah, of course. I, uh, I have been, a brother. I've been pantsed <laughs> in high school and stuff, just you know, with my friends and stuff in the gym and things like that.
1: So so of course the guy is is super super embarrassed, and and he doesn't he doesn't like yell at her or anything, but he stops helping her, which is what he was doing and she she ends up she ends up being super super upset about it and she tries to apologize all day and of course he's the guy that she has a crush on and as she goes to apologize another girl who's of course very pretty and very well put together and she's saying like I, good luck on your your basketball game this this weekend and things like that and you know let me know what you think and is, or here's my response and she's passing a note. And of course, Inadi thinks that they're together. So what does Inadi do? She runs to the shrine and and she's crying and she's really upset and things like that. And earlier that day, there was a little dog or a little creature that was, that was stuck and about to fall into a river and she saved it. And that creature was one of the foxes that is of that belongs to the local shrine de- deity, or Uka no Mitama no kami, or just Uka Sama. And because of Inadi's love for the shrine and love and longtime commitment to it, Uka says that she will give her grant her one wish. And and she will She's she's going to give this as a boon from the gods, basically. And so, Inari wishes that she could be the other girl who she thinks the guy likes. And, of course, she realizes very quickly in that episode of, you know, the normal kind of... You, re- you realize that it's not... The grass isn't so greener on the other side type of thing. And that...
0: As it is for so many things in life.
1: Yeah. And that... She really just wants to be herself, and and there's a moment, there's a really sweet moment where she she comes, she meets up with the guy, and she goes, "I want to tell him how I feel about him, but I don't want to tell him like this. It doesn't matter if I tell him like this. I need to tell him as myself."
0: Who wouldn't want to be a person named Fushimi Inari? <laughs> if I was that person in Japan, I would not like that name at all. I have a kid in one of my one of my elementary school classes classes whose name is Kenshin. He's the only kid out of like 700 boys I have whose name is Kenshin. And I think his name's awesome. And I made a comment about Rudoni Kenshin one day, and he hated it. He was like, oh my god, shut
2: up. Yep, yep. I have a Kenshin, and I've done the same thing, and he doesn't appreciate it. I've got two Mikus. I've done Hatsune Miku to both of them. They both hate it. (laughs) I have two Yamatos, and they both hate being called Kan Yamato. So. Little kids. Yeah, little kids are dumb.
1: In any case. So, Inari goes back to the shrine, and she's really upset, and and Uka-sama feels really bad because she just wanted to make Inari happy, basically, and, and Inari's not happy, and she's like, I can't give you another wish because it's kind of against the god rules. We can't give one human a bunch of wishes, but what she ends up doing is her loophole that she uses is she takes a little piece of her divinity and gives it to Inari. And what it allows her to do is it allows her to take the form of any other person in the world. Um, She can't shapeshift into animals or creatures or things, but she can shapeshift into other people. And because of that, that's basically the general premise that starts out in the show. The second episode, we go up to heaven, basically, and meet Amaterasu, which is a sassy old woman
0: are you serious and so this so this anime has a lot of like you know human depictions of shinto gods yeah wow
1: and it's it's amaterasu is awesome she's hilarious and i love her um and amaterasu says that if you are going to if you are going to be have have a god's power you're basically a demigod and you have to go through training or pass a test and the test is that she can't shapeshift for one day and during the one day she shapeshifts, of course all of the all y- of the gods are playing tricks on her and trying to get her to do it
0: oh, okay and i was going to say cuz your whole life you haven't been able to do this so what is one more day going to matter
1: and what ends up what ends up ultimately happening is she's with the girl who she thought was with um koji and she's with her and they get trapped somewhere and the girl faints it ends up being heat stroke and nothing too serious serious but she's she faints and and Inari says, you know, if, if I have to go away for training for 100 years to be a demigod, it's I'm not going to let this person die type of thing. And so she shapeshifts, and of course Amaterasu is like, part of the test was was to see if you understood the boundaries of when to use your powers and when not to. And part of the test was also for Uka-sama, where she, she did not blame Inari for what Inari did, and Uka was also accepting her fate. And so they both get to keep the powers and they get to live on earth. And that's the second episode and by the third episode we start seeing that Inari's powers and her using them is starting to have a negative effect on Ukasama. And and she is being she's being hurt in some way, but she doesn't want Inari to be told. And she tells that to Inari's older brother Tolka. Who can see Uka-sama for some reason, and we're not really sure why. So by the third episode, we've had we've had character development. We've had really sweet relations between Inari and Uka. Like you can really tell that Uka has been looking after Inari her whole life, basically at this shrine. And there's a really sweet interaction between them. And there's been some comedy, some laugh out loud moments. Of course, you have. It's not true body switching, so you don't have the true body switching hijinks. But of course, you have a little bit of them because she's she can change her form. And so
0: there's no ginyu force.
1: And you have.
0: Does she have to dance like a fool before she does it?
1: Um, it's a little bit magical girl esque It's a little bit.
0: You see her? She, do you see she her? Glows you see her private she, areas?
1: No, she glows and she has like a hand symbol and she says some words and then she she poofs.
0: Now, I'm told she says Kon-Kon when she makes the the love symbol. I
1: think so. I think so. Is that
0: why it's called Kon-Kon-Koi?
1: I think so. I really like this anime. I really, really liked this anime. And it was really sweet, and it was really fun to watch, and I'm really interested for what happens next. The anime is done by production IMS, which has done like nothing else. Literally, it's done like nothing else. And it's very pretty to look at. The style is very nice. The animation is very well done. The director is... The director is Toru Takahashi. And his directing credits... He really hasn't been a director for anything else of note. Um, he's done a bunch of episode directing. He was an episode director for three or four episodes on Azumanga Dayo. He was an episode director for 10 episodes on Utena and an animation director for the movie. Uh, He was an episode director for Otona Joshi no Anime Time for one of the episodes on on that OVA. He was also the director for Orphan Revenge, which is heinous, which makes me really want this to be good so he can make up for that heinous piece of crap. Um, he did storyboarding for Nana, so he's been involved on a lot of good projects. But I really feel like this is maybe his true directorial debut. So I really like this anime, and after listening to your impression, Mitsugi, of Hamatora, I really think it's better. I'm not better gonna than
0: worry. Hamatora. I really. Think you haven't so. even watched Hamatora.
1: I know. But but I really think it's If better. you
0: like this show so much, why did you why did you tell us beforehand that you were going to fail it?
1: I told you that it that it was that it You said it average. was
0: on you said it was on the bubble.
1: Yeah, I said it was average. It's not astounding.
0: We were discussing whether to pass Hozuki re, ho, ho- no Reitetsu or this anime. And you were like, "Well,
1: well Hozuki no Reitetsu re, I I stand by Hozuki no Reitetsu because I think that anime has has something to say and it's worth being talked about." I'm going to watch this and Hamator. I don't want. I don't want to give this show up. I will take it on as an extra show, um, of my own accord and do that to myself because I want to watch this show because that's how interested it's made me. You know, here's the thing. I don't know if you guys would like it as much as I do. So well. it might just be resonating with me and. You know, if I'm right and it's one of the top eight, then I can go, nah, nah, I was right. So this
0: is a saji for you. You're failing it, but you're going to keep watching it? Yes. Okay, well, here comes your fail drop. The animation is awful. They just recycled mouth movements without moving the characters. It's awful, I tell you. Awful. Is that accurate? No,
1: not at all. It's very beautiful.
0: (laughs) Thank you, John Lovitz. All right, so we've we've covered all of the impressions from the new season so do we have a final list of shows that we have passed and are not passed from the season
2: we should uh let's see i can dig that up real quick wizard barristers space dandy Nobunagan, hamatora wake up girls hozuki no de tetsu noragami sekai seifuku no zvezda or the, the world conquest zvezda plot
0: and i think that's it is that it well, there should be eight, and of course, there's going to be a ninth show also that we will put put up on the website for and a poll. You will be able to vote on the main page of the website for what the listener choice anime is from the season. So vote
1: for if, Inari Kong huh? So if there
0: was a show from from this last season that you really wanted us to do that we that we decided that that we didn't feel like doing, you can of course go on the website and vote for what for whichever one you think your favorite is. And I think that this voting will probably go up right as soon as the Oscars voting ends it's just too hard to have voting for too many things at once.
2: How long is it going to go on for, did you say?
0: The Oscars voting ends like on February 27th.
2: What wow. about the user or the
0: listener's choice? Listener's choice normally goes on for about two weeks. Yeah, I was okay. going to
1: say, I think we did two weeks last time. So,
2: I have I, a feeling Witchcraft Works is going to get the listener's choice.
0: Well, last time we did this, it was mostly romance and moe shows that made the, that were at the top of the list. So <laughs> We we'll decided to see what makes the top of the list this time. You know, it's hard to tell what it'll be, but uh, I think that we I think that we did a pretty good job of picking out the shows from this season that were good and sort of jettisoned, jettisoning the ones that were not. So, you know, I think our our accuracy is about fifty percent usually, but I feel confident confident with the selections we made this time around. So, yeah. Anyway, so I appreciate everybody who stuck around in the chat. We had a very large audience today, as we always do. It's very nice to have you guys. I hope you all enjoyed the uh, the anime Shark Tank submissions. I thought they were really good. Um, yes,
1: thank you everyone who submitted, and, and no hard feelings, please.
0: Yeah, I was really happy with, with with pretty much all of them, and I appreciate the very long and lengthy write-ups that everybody did for those, because some of them were, were pretty in-depth. So that was very nice. Uh, it's, it's time for us to say goodbye. We've sort of reached the end of our episode here, so... The, uh, you can find us again on our, on our webpage, www.aapodcast.com where we're still doing Oscars voting for the 2013 Anime Oscars. So drop by there, and you can sort of give your opinion on what you think the best shows from last year were. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Uh We're also on uh, Ustream every live every Saturday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Ustream.tv. So again, thanks to everybody who came out to see us.
2: I think we'll be starting reviews from last season pretty soon then. Probably next week, I guess. Next
0: week, we will be getting into some of the shows from, uh, from. I think we're doing Kyoso Giga yeah, next week. so I think
2: we're so so Giga next week.
0: Stay tuned for that. The closing theme for you today is the song called Hikari from the anime Hamatoru the Animation by the artist Wataru Hatano. So we'll see you guys next week.
1: Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.
0: See you later.
3: よくあろうとして
0: Now that the show is over, don't forget to sign up for your free trial of Hulu Plus. Hulu Plus lets you binge on thousands of hit shows anytime, anywhere, on your TV, PC, smartphone, or tablet. Support this podcast and get an extended, free trial of Hulu Plus when you go to huluplus.com forward slash anime. That's huluplus.com forward slash anime.